All right, everybody. On this episode of Adventures Through Time and Space, we talk about the economics of video games. That's true. We do that. We talk about uh, Venezuela, of course. Yes. And, uh, very serious. Loot crates. Also loot very serious. Crates. Good conversation on both of those. Uh, and then we get silly and we talk about uh, animals. Animals. We talk a lot about animals. Hey, welcome to the internet's number one zoology podcast. Yeah, this is now a zoology podcast. And then also just like a good old-fashioned rumble with uh, some miners. <laughs> uh, yeah, stay tuned. About your whole... You know, nobody wins when, when everybody's naked. Um, that's that's the name of somebody's autobiography, I feel like. Uh, yeah, Nobody yeah, yeah, wins sure. when everybody's naked. For sure, yeah. And it's probably the um, the guy who started, like, Puritan Movement. Mm. Or nobody Carrie wins. Fisher. She'd have, like, a fun name like that for her autobiography. That's true. That's true. I know Carrie Fisher. Um, I get that turn of phrase from... There's been a lot of talk about the, the trade war with China right now. Also, we're recording, by the okay. way. Okay. Um, and so there's this this phrase that's being tossed around because an economics professor um, mm-hmm. first said it where nobody wins in a trade war. Yes. Right. Nobody does. Like no. neither side wins. It's, it doesn't really, it's not really productive. There's other ways to do this. Yeah. Um, nobody wins in a naked bike ride. And nobody wins in a bit naked bike ride. So it's, and it's, it's such a weird thing. We talked about this before we were recording, but just like everything, like it's that thing of like everything about it, like just leads me to have more like, but why though? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's got lots of layers like an onion, but like a bad onion that's gone like just really rotten. And it's like each one of these layers is like worse than the last. Yeah. Like, there's no good like, oh, e- there's like a nice layer here. Each time you peel back a layer of the onion, yeah. you're just like, why am I doing this? Also, this is just more rotten. And it's that thing too. Like, look, if you want to, if you're like a nudist and like to be naked, more power to you, I guess. Chase your bliss kind of thing. But like, sure. it's that thing for me where it's like, is like the upper floor of a sports bar the place where you feel most like, yeah, I like this environment yeah. to be naked at right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. my thing. It, my thing is that... Is like, nobody nobody ag- could have, like, a backyard to have a barbecue? For sure. Yeah, my thing is that... Exactly. It's that, hey, you're, 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 you're nudist. You want to feel comfortable. This is how you feel comfortable. Cool. Got it. Great. But um, you're now you're riding around the city in bikes, assuming, hey, you all should feel comfortable with this, and we're going to put it in your face until you yeah. do. That's my thing. I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like nudists are, like, mildly aggressive about the nudism. Mm-hmm. In the sense that it's like, look, like, <laughs> again, like you said before we should record, it's like, look, maybe we shouldn't be hung up on some of these things, but, like, we as a society are definitely hung up on, like, nudism right. and stuff like that. And it's like, we are. We are just, like, as a, as a culture and as a species. And so it's like, to be out here being like, yeah, we're just going to come in here in your restaurant and, like, somebody's got to work this. Somebody's got to be on staff to cover the naked sports event or the naked, like, whatever, or just cops, or just you're in a city now and you're just naked biking around. It's like, all right. Like, that's my thing of, like, imagine being, like, a mom or a dad or, like, a four-year-old kid and just a bike race of 50 nudists, like, <laughs> ride by. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you explain that and be like, uh, well, I've never seen that before, actually, for starters. <laughs> this is new to me, even. Yeah, imagine, like, like okay, so you're, you're a, a single, well, you're a divorced dad, right? You're a divorced dad, yeah. You get weekends. So you yeah, took your, that's you took, the thing. You took your son out, and you had a really, you know, you finally were able to broach the topic of your divorce with your mm-hmm. son. Like, hey, son, both of us love you. You know, I want to spend as much good time as I can. Real good, heart to heart. You, you like go play a game of catch at Zilker yeah. Park. Yeah. You, maybe you go get some spun ice cream yeah. up and burn it, and some you're having a great there. day. And then you're driving your like, you know, seven year old son yeah. back to his mom's, 
and now you're stuck behind a line of 50 bikers yeah. with their buttholes in your face. Everything. And, like, because he's going to share that story. Like, every, that's the thing. Like, everybody in school on Monday is going to know that story. And so it's that thing of, like, the mom should be like, what the hell did you do with, like, little Johnny over here on the weekend? Where were you going? Like, what's wrong with you kind Why of thing? Why is he talking about buttholes? Yeah, like, everything, right? And then, you have, and then like, your plans to, like, have the talk. And I moved up by, like, five years or whatever. Like, I don't know when the talk happens, but, like, that sounds right. And so it's like... Everything about it is just like, man, that's a whole lot. It's a whole lot, right? Like, for, for what gain? For what gain, right? Like, especially, like, you're not winning comfort-wise. Right. Yes, because you're on a bike seat. I refuse to believe you're that much cooler, like, riding around <laughs> naked. Yeah. I just refuse to believe that. Yep. We've got to where we have, like, sweat wick shirts and everything. Like, you're yeah. going to be, like, it's fine. And Nothing, then also, Nothing's wicking that sweat off exactly. your Exactly. Nothing's wicking that sweat off. And then more to the point, like, for, like, when you go to, like, a restaurant kind of thing, it just seems like, man, like, it's almost like, oh, now I'm cold, right? Because, like, they have AC on. <laughs> so now you're cold inside, right? So, like, now you're not even, like, presenting well. But you're also that thing of just, like, you, you have to be cold and be like, and I'd like something to wear, right? Like, I'd like some sort of jacket or, like, poncho or anything. I want you to think about something, Logan. I want you, yeah. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about. Yeah, tell me. Um, all the people mm-hmm. who are sitting on those like laminated wood yeah. chairs yeah. and think about how each time each person got up their bare skin, like, like sheer, like peeled itself yeah. off of the chair because like you get that moisture between this is my skin thing. And, and, and so just peeling, like sometimes your thigh yeah. it's peeking out from your shorts does that on the chair. Yeah. Now imagine your whole ass that happening to your whole butt. Now, I'm going to raise you and say, and also you have a good point, they're wood tables or chairs. And so imagine mm-hmm. now the possibility of like a, a stray splinter popping up here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's that thing of like, no matter who you are, you don't mm-hmm. want a splinter from it's in like your finger or like your toe. But now you have a splinter and just like the no fun zone here. And like, it's like, it's no, nobody's winning. <laughs> and so it's like, what are we, what are we doing here, guys? Like, nobody what are we, wins in trade wars. Nobody, nobody wins, wins in naked bike rides. Nobody wins in naked bike rides. And it's that thing as, a, as like a final epilogue here of just like, from what from what I've been told what's naked bike ride into restaurant, they walked in clothed and then right. got undressed. And I just really want to dissect that for one second. Yeah, yeah, like you were, you had you were, you were you were naked, then you got dressed and you decided to get naked when you walked into a public establishment. So that defeats the that. whole purpose of the nudist angle, right? It defeats it because you were if, there. You're, if your point, if your if your goal mm. is, hey, we're gonna put our naked bodies on display and show people, hey, it's great to be naked, and hey, okay, when that's and that's fine, that's sure. your opinion, do that's your cool. Thing. But if your goal was to do that and you're doing it by having a naked bike ride, you're completely defeating the purpose of, oh, I gotta cover up that while I walk past this group of like yeah. people in a restaurant and now I'm in my room. Oh yeah, now we're in the party room. Now we can get naked again. Yeah, it defeats the purpose entirely. Yeah. So really, don't be a bartender, I guess. <laughs> at, at the at the tavern while there's a naked, naked bike, bike ride. ride. It just doesn't sound like it's it. Just take you their know? day off if you can. Nobody wins when everybody's naked. Jazz, you're in our thoughts for having to deal with Every, naked people. Just naked. Just everybody. Actually, at that just everything. Just everybody, at, everybody that works at that restaurant. Yeah, and, and lives in the city of Austin. That's uh, in our thoughts. You're in our thoughts and prayers. Yeah, the entire population of Austin, <laughs> Texas. Um, Logan, uh, what's what's Hello. what's going on? I don't know what's going on with you. It's Sunday, um, we're recording on a Sunday. Recording on Sunday. Still hope to put this out in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Stick to our kind of schedule. I feel like our schedule has been sort of like 
beginning of the week. We haven't picked a yeah. day to. There's release, only a second but... episode that'll be like live, so it's like we're definitely still in it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We definitely find time early in the weekend. We're now sense. on um, basically like every anywhere you get your podcast. I know. Yeah, Stitcher, we're on, on we're Stitcher. on iTunes now, Stitcher and, and iTunes, Google Play, yeah, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Zune. The, yeah, Zoom. Yeah, Zoom. one of the Zoom networks. Yeah, people are holding that one of the Zoom stuff. Wait, are they told really? that? Yeah, people got the Zoom still. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were joking. I mean, I was, but also it's still a thing oh, okay. people have. Very it's, nice. It's very both. Nice. It's a win. Okay. So we're, we're we're probably there too. Um, wherever Anchor places that podcast, mm-hmm. that's where we are. Um, I, for today, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to kind of I, I I picked a couple stories. One is I got a fun thing. Oh yeah. I have a fun like closing one for sure. Okay. It'll be a fun topic. Okay. Okay. Well, so, um. One thing that was kind of buzzing around, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of these have to do with economics. Okay, yeah, um, give it to me. Which I, I, I think I mentioned kind of last time that gaming and economics, both of those things are kind of interesting to me, right? Yeah, um, games, So when they intersect, economics. I get really into it. Yeah. And so this has been going on for a while. It's not exactly new news, but it kind of started buzzing again that people in Venezuela, mm. as their economy is crashing more and more. I don't know if you've heard about yeah. this, oh, but yeah. they turned to RuneScape. Oh, no, um, I didn't hear this part. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't okay. hear the RuneScape aspect. Kotaku actually reported about this um, a while back. But, um, so you know Venezuela, obviously you know Venezuela, yeah. and that they basically play, you know, it's in the farm, bet yeah. the farm on oil. And when you do that, if that thing goes down, then everything crashes. Everything crashes. So, yeah, it sucks. Everything yeah. sucks. Their their money is virtually useless. It's, it's like 15 like thousand dollars to buy like a loaf of bread yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. it's bananas. Yeah. It's it's it, it might be more than that now. I know that it's oh, for showing sure. up, yeah. Um and th- and there have been charts kind of showing like, yeah. hey, this is the inflation of Venezuela and yeah. it's you can't even see the other countries on a bar graph. Anyway, uh what some people have figured out in Venezuela mm-hmm. and I I think um I, I am always amazed by, you know, when, when Andrea and I visit um, Mexico or any Latin American Your countries. Wife. Yes, Andrea, my wife. Um, you know, there's, I, I call it Latin American ingenuity because, mm. and some people tease fun at it, but I, re- I really think it's a thing that, uh, especially like, I, I've only seen it in Mexico because I, I frequently go to Mexico. Um, but they solve problems in very unique ways because yeah. they have problems that we just don't have. But mm-hmm. So they, they, I think, I think that that instills some sort of creativity. Yeah, adaptability. Think, adaptability, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so what um, people in Venezuela have realized is that okay, this is, these are their confines. It sucks to go outside. Yeah. Because you're gonna get burgled or robbed or something. Mm. Um, and public transportation is really the only way to get around, and that exacerbates the problem of getting robbed. Yeah. And then it is you, your job is essentially useless because it's dealing in a currency that is also like useless. worthless essentially yeah. yes exactly um and also like because your economy is so screwed technology is hard to get a, a hold of yeah. so your com- your computer your any of your technology is potato essentially but runescape yeah. solves all of these problems and so what they did was because runescape isn't a graphically intense game no. You can play it on a microwave. Yeah. Or your Samsung smart refrigerator. Sure, yeah. Um, and you don't have to go outside, obviously, to play this game. Mm-hmm. But if you specialize in this game, and, and, and you do have to specialize to to mine gold in mm-hmm. this game. You have to be, like, over level 40. I, I'm ignorant to RuneScape, but I over level no 40 idea. in one factor, and you have to specialize in one particular job. Mm-hmm. If you do those things, you can mine gold, and gold is a necessity for people to make weapons and to do other things. Mm-hmm. 
So what some Venezuelan people did was they figured out, oh, we're going to farm for this gold and ask people in IRL to pay us for it. Mm-hmm. People do similar things in World of Warcraft. Okay, I knew um, something like this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you can actually like make act make human do- like American dollars, yeah. make human money, <laughs> human money with yeah. in-game currencies. Yeah. Um, and so that's what they're doing, and they say that they can make like 15, 20 bucks a week, which is huge, huge for them. It's yeah. it's much more than their actual jobs can yeah. can pay them, and so it's be- it's yeah. it's becoming a thing, and it 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 um, players actually asked. Um, the publishing company, uh, I think it's uh, Jarex, J- Jarex, I don't know how it's pronounced. But essentially, they asked them, like, hey, can, like, they're, these, these, these people, like, these Venezuelan people, I get what they're trying to do. It's, it's this contentious issue because they are stretching thin this in-game currency mm-hmm. now, right? Um, it's still worth something, but it's being stretched. Mm-hmm. And so you've got people who are saying, no, 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 like, let them do this, like, this one guy is farming gold and now his family can eat yeah actually right, right? Yeah. um but then you've got other people who i think you know they have less they're assholes i was gonna say they have less empathy but they're they're just jerks sure who will like camp outside of gold mines and then knowing that there's going to be farmers and then just kill them and take their gold like loot their court like yeah. loot their and and so and they're like well this is the game this is how it works and it's like well i guess that's true but also like be a human being so so yeah it's this back and forth it's it's this it's this big issue um it's it's interesting yeah because we could do a whole podcast in venezuela um yeah their their economic collapse is like an ex to like an extreme we haven't seen since probably before the war um and so it's something that 75 years maybe more that we haven't really seen maybe post-war like germany japan but even that was helped by the allies and like marsh plan stuff. And so it's like not since, yeah, like before the war and stuff. And so we haven't seen something this catastrophic in like 80 years. And it is like the entirety of the state has failed, right? Like there's like, there's yeah. almost no function part of that state. And like, it's just Madrado holding on to power to claim that he's still a president, even though there's like nothing really to claim anymore. Um, like basically all public services have failed, like the police and like, military and it's just like the the nation has failed it's a failed state at this point um by like any reasonable standard and like i don't know what the u.n's definition is but like it is a failed state it doesn't function properly at all it doesn't have an economy and so like to your point of like latin american ingenuity like there are so many interesting stories what people are doing to just try to make some money to just try to make a few bucks out of like them like obviously this is for people like grabbing bottles like that and like recyclables to make money that way but like it's also stuff of like them doing crazy things like this like this runescape idea and like i just love the i think creativity of people in extreme circumstances to like figure out problems right like i think it's one of our like best qualities as a species it can also be turned into one of our worst qualities but like i am kind of more of an optimist and like I think it's really, really cool. I think it's really, like, clever of them and, like, smart of them, right, in the way that, like, nobody really would have thought of if they didn't need to find a way to get some money, like, now. Right. Um, and, yeah, like, if you're killing those people in the game because you think they're breaking the game, you're kind of an asshole. Like, it's, 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 <laughs> like, it's, that, it's like, that simple where it's like, yeah, like, man, that sucks that they're, like, taking your in-game currency, so that means you have less to, like, progress your character's story and everything. But also, their, like, human story 
in real life is like also has it's hit a rough patch here. It's had a rough patch. I've uh, had a few bad boss runs, um, and they could really use some food for their kids. So if you could just like not right now, that'd be great, right? Because like yeah. that's the thing about Venezuela is that like where to even begin? Like where to even begin in terms of like that that country has a ten year plan maybe, right? Like that's that's the thing. Like they and like that's not a that's not a statement people want to hear right where you're like marred in just absolute despair and chaos and like societal collapse um you don't want to hear here's a 10-year plan to get us out you don't want to think the fact that you have to do this for struggle through this for 10 more years right and it's like it's something insane like i think it's like a third of venezuela's population has left um and it's like become refugees in like the neighboring nations and it's like what that also does is that like that's a third of your workforce right or like a third of your potential workforce because a lot of them are kids right who are leaving right. with their parents young and so it's like that's also going to create potentially if they stay if they actually stay gone permanently a brain drain right where like right they're gonna miss people going to universities to then help figure out problems for like the next generation right they're just gone now right in the same way where it's like you aren't having like the amount of future doctors you're gonna have are gone now. the amount of future teachers you have are gonna be gone now, right? the amount of future like scientists are all gone because they're leaving because their parents don't envision a bright future for them, but then also the scientists and doctors and like teachers now are also leaving because there's nothing to live for now in Venezuela, right? So like you're just creating like this entire like generational collapse in the future, but also like people leaving now, right? And so it's creating this weird thing where I bet you like their population has become increasingly, increasingly like older people who probably can't move. Who can't move. Yeah. Um, the people who move are the ones who are able to Yeah, exactly, move. right? Um, and who like have some sort of like dream they want to aspire to, right? And it's like, I don't begrudge anybody for leaving a situation like that. I mean, like it's just like, especially if you have kids, where it's like you want them to have better than you had, and it's like a ten year wait for that. Yeah. They're they're basically entering colleges now, kind of thing. If they're like five or six, right? It's like they've that those are important years in your kid's life, right? And it's like those right. are important years. Ten years are important in anybody's life, and like when it such a sizable chunk of your population leaves, right? It's like the same thing in Syria where like, I think in Syria it's like, again, like 20% or like 30% of the co- country is like left since like the war was started. And it's like, that creates problems of its own, right? Like if they don't come back ever because then it just creates this brain drain and like this like economic suck, right? right? And like, you've seen it in like, um, like post Cold War, like former Soviet satellite states like in Eastern Europe where people just left because they, they had the choice and they decided, hey, like, I can go anywhere. And so it's led to stuff like in like Belarus and those kind of countries where it's like they've lost like 20, 30% of the country's population in the last like two decades because they recognize that there are better opportunities elsewhere, even though they don't live in a communist country anymore. It's just like, yeah, but we can go anywhere now. Um, There's just and, more opportunities out of other yeah, places. Yeah, and that, that's exciting. That's awesome for them. But it's also like, well, back home, that's going to cause problems, right? And like Venezuela, there's something like for sure, it's like obviously Nicolas Madrado has to leave. But that's that's like the that's like the like tip of the iceberg right because there's so many like actual like fundamental problems in the country so where it's like yeah like absolutely mine golden runescape that you need to do because i don't even know that's like a whole like there's a great politico uh like audio like podcast series can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but they had a reporter basically like embedded in venezuela for like a year i think she was there for um, oh my god! And she wrote like a giant piece about her experience. It's huge, and then she also did like a podcast about it, and then she went back. I think like 
six months later, like nine months, or like a little bit time later, and it was just like it's worse. It hasn't gotten better. Like we'd kind of hoped. Like it's just like it's just just you can like it's it's that thing too. Like you can literally see it just like slowly fall apart. Like it's not like it's like it did happen overnight in a way, but it's also the thing of like but it's just getting worse every day, and you can see it getting worse. And like it just like it's like how do you stop it, right? Like you have to like fundamentally be like we're switching our economy, but that causes its own seismic shocks and its own right. ripple effects. And it's you like have debt in the currency. Yeah, right. And people are there. like, we want tomorrow to be better now because it's been a rough five years kind of thing, but tomorrow won't be better. Like tomorrow, best case scenario will be the same. Right? Like and it's a thing of like you have to you have to kind of spend money to make money. You have to kind of lose money to make money is what it's kind of saying in a way. But like they don't have any more money to lose. And if they lose more money, it's just more pain. And people don't want to hear, like, kind of take your medicine to get better because they've taken a lot of it. They've taken a lot of medicine, and they're still incredibly, like, in critical condition here. And so it's like, I don't even know how to fix... Like, that's the thing where it's like, we can do a whole podcast where it's like, I don't even know where to begin with Venezuela. But, like, play RuneScape and get some gold to get some money to feed people because, like, malnutrition and, like, starvation and all of these things. And, like, yeah, crime and, like, they're all endemic there because it is a complete societal collapse happening in our hemisphere right like that's the thing and i bet like even there's some aspect of like like yeah you play this game to make in-game currency that you can sell and it's worth more than whatever but also maybe you just play this game to get out of your world a little bit i mean that's the thing right people talk about all the time of like what do you play games right and i'm like i like if they're if they're like yeah i'm I'm getting money and i'm also like it's giving me some sort of peace it's giving me some sort of like respite from the chaos and turmoil and tumultuousness of the regular life, right? Like it, it gives me 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever it might be out of a 24 hour period. Right. That's also legitimate. It's also a legitimate reason to do this thing, right? Like people need some sort of break from just their reality at times if it's that dire, even if it's not that, you just need, you, people just need breaks, right? And like, right. You, and I mean, even here in the States, that's where we the have thing, right? Like, and people think that like, when things get that crazy, you have to like focus and you do, but also like if you don't ever take a break, you'll snap. Like you're like, it just, you just go like, it'll just shred your nerves. Right. Like, and I think that I don't begrudge anybody and encourage people in fact to find some sort of outlet, whether it is runescape or reading a book or doing anything to get, or like, just reading your thing, riding your bike. Naked. Yeah. Riding your bike naked around Austin, Texas, like whatever you find solace and comfort <laughs> in and peace and do it. I maybe wouldn't encourage that in Venezuela right now. Um, right, riding your bike naked. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But who knows? Maybe it's the start of what turns it around. Maybe RuneScape is the start of what turns Venezuela around. I would hope so. That'd um, be insane. That would be very Ready Player One. <laughs> Super Ready Player Already writing the uh, script for next, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sequel. Um, did you have anything besides your fun story at the end? Because I also have other stuff that ties Mine's in. Mine's a fun topic. Nice. Fun That's topic? Yeah, fun right. topic. All right. Well, let me just bring up this other thing. Give it to um, me. So, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. So Let's talk all about it. Have you have you heard a little bit about this? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, apparently, they're bringing in... They're not bringing in loot crates, because that's unethical. What they're bringing in are surprise Thank mechanics. Thank you. I was, to, I was trying to think of the word. Was like, I was like, what, did, what was the word? What was the word? Surprise, surprise mechanics, mechanics yeah. man. Because that's totally legal and very cool. The UK hearing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dude. The, did you watch the clip at all? I did not. So it's great because she's like, it's not like a UK like parliamentary like inquiry about this. Wait, whatever. are they wearing are they wearing rig wigs? Uh, the powdered wigs. No, they God. don't do that. No, 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 no. Um, I don't do that in the UK anymore. But what? It, it's, I don't. 
like so like judges do but like not in like parliamentary oh, okay, 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 okay. um oh that's what i'm thinking of the judges i love that um but it was great too because like, a guy like just talking like in like some sort of like parliamentary either legislator or just like aid kind of thing or like lawyer kind of thing talking at the person and then being and then like pause and then it cuts to her and she's american and she goes like i like she starts talking like i don't know what your word for this is but like that's what our word kind of thing is kind of thing and then she goes like and look just as an aside, we don't like to call them loot boxes. We like to, <laughs> like you know, uh, prefer to call them uh, surprise mechanics. Uh, that's what we like to call them around the office. But she thought she was so. And it was, smart and then she like, then she had something else, and she's like, and we don't like to call this or that. We like to call it this instead too. And she like another one of those for like something else. And it's just like, all right, surprise mechanics, it is, boys. That's what we're gonna go with. Dude, so yeah, that, you, that's when you really drink the Kool Aid, man. That's when you're really in it, it. It's so weird too because, like, you'd have more respect if they're just like, yeah, like it's loot boxes. It's what it is. Like, we don't think it's gambling for these reasons, but like we're gonna own like that. It's called this thing at least. But like it's that thing of like the evasiveness of that. Even like you can't even agree in like in terms of like what we're talking about here, right? Like it's like the famous like Bill Clinton like. Well, that depends on what the definition of is is kind of thing, which is like some like lawyers, <laughs> smart, yeah, like, which, yeah. is my, which is my all time favorite <laughs> book. Like, it's such a great like it is the entire essence of that man distilled into one quote. Um, <laughs> and like it's, it feels like that which is like, what do we even like? We can't even agree on what we're talking about right now. Like that's like we let alone actually had to like solve the problem or deal with it. But, like we can't even agree on the terms of there being a problem or not. Um, like because like I think you can have like an intelligent conversation and like discussion and debate about like loot boxes and like what they are like are they gambling are they not like should they be in there should they not like i think that's an actual back and forth that should be happening kind of thing instead we're like nah they're surprise mechanics fam they ain't they ain't yeah. no looting there ain't no boxes in this yeah and then she's out here being like so what we've found is that like people love surprises right like we've found it like you could do it without surprise but like mm. people don't enjoy that as much people people play games for the surprise people consume media for the surprise of what's about to happen next they like right? their they like their uh, what is it the D&D um expectations to get subverted yeah right and it's the same thing it's like true. oh like people don't want to get like spoiled on things people like the surprise but no one's going to happen right and it's like yeah but that's for like the new season of like game of thrones or like star wars like rogue one not like a loot box in a video game but it's like he's like I don't know, like, do, do people like that more? Or did you just, like, make this what it is? And this is what it is now. Like, I think that's a really good point, Logan, that, you know, if you... Because the industry wants things to stay the same. They want loot boxes to mm -hmm. stick around. So rather than trying to engage in, like, a really intelligent conversation about it, no, let's just circle jerk about, like, what is this thing that we're actually talking about? And, like, make it sound like a... Like, make that the problem. And it's interesting, too, because... And I'd love to get, like see your thoughts on this too where it's like the because like it's more complicated than that right that's a great part of that like because there are a lot of video game developers who are like we we don't like blue boxes we don't like we don't like like paid for dlc we don't like right. things we do them because video games are expensive to make and the cost of a video game has stayed 60 dollars for two decades now it hasn't gone up like movie ticket prices have gone up but game prices have stayed the same right and in some cases they're cheaper right like indie games have come in like filled a void so it's like Games are getting, but like AAA games are getting more and more expensive to make because they're getting more like graphically intensive and more like complex and like deeper, stare, like yeah, narrative like deeper, right? And like, but they've seen the same price. They have to, they have to get this money from somewhere, right? Because like, some games are selling more than ever, but a lot of games are selling the same or just whatever. 
but like it's costing more to make so they're losing their profit right so it's like well, where we get that money back and it's add-on like dlc it's like multiplayer expansion stuff it's loot box right like they they do it for a reason right because like, they need the money and so it's like it's it's complicated it's messy right so it's like how do you how, like what are ways to bring up the revenue right and like it's that thing of like well an easy way one that we should be talking about right now because it's gonna have to happen eventually is like we should make games more expensive like that's the one that like nobody wants to say right nobody wants to pay more money for things it's that thing of like yeah like they're like we have to accept the fact that like there should be 70 dollar games or 80 dollar games like it's just thing of like there should like should the witcher 3 be 80 dollars Right? Should a game like GTA Five be eighty dollars? Should a game like Red Dead be eighty dollars? Right? Like these are things. Like should a game like Overwatch be eighty dollars? Should these games we can just sunk, like sink in like hundreds of hours? Should they be more money for what you're getting? And also they're all more graphically like intensive and like incredible, right? Like should yeah. Cyberpunk be seventy, eighty? Like even like seventy dollars? That's ten dollars more. But like imagine how many copies that ma- like, adds up quickly, right? Like well, that's and it's, the thing. It's, it's the fact that that like yeah, Overwatch is sixty bucks when you buy it but they keep working on it mm-hmm. and they keep adding characters and they keep doing these That's things. The thing. So, and, and, and my whole thing with rocket league too. Is, yeah, yeah, rocket league. Yeah, exactly. And rocket league's a great example actually, because a, a lot of people got that game like me because it was free the first month that came out on PlayStation. Right. Yeah. So like how many people got that game for nothing? I've never paid a cent on that game, right? Like I have, because I adore rocket league. So I put money on the DLC, but like a lot of people probably didn't. And they got an infinite amount of hours out of that game for free. And it's like, right. Maybe we should address how these games are priced. Well, but here's the other thing: like, you don't have to. I have not spent money on Overwatch since I got it. Same, yeah, you with Rock or you know whatever with Rocket League, but it doesn't affect loot boxes. Habitually, have just been for cosmetics. Yep. And you can still get those by just playing the game, the game. a bunch, right? Leveling up, and you get a loot box. Battlefront too. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We're talking about that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Second, yeah. At, yeah. at some point, we got to talk about that. Yeah. But like, so in my mind, it's always been. A matter of, I get I get what people who are against loot boxes are saying that like, you have this content, you're just mm-hmm. making people either pay for it or grind for it, yeah, and also like potentially taking advantage of like, people like little kids yeah. who are like spending their money, but also like I spent a bunch of money on Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was yeah, a kid. that's my thing, and that is booster packs. It's a totally legitimate R I L loot boxes. That's a totally you don't know point. what you're gonna get when you buy them. Right. I mean, even more, that's a great point. Like, I had never even thought of it. But, like, even, like, go, take us back even further, right, to, like, our parents, where it's, like, baseball cards. You don't know what cards you're going to get in that yeah. baseball deck, but, like, you know that you hope you get, like, a Joe DiMaggio or, like, Mickey Mantle, like, back sure. in the day kind of thing. But, like, you very words. easily could not, right? Yeah. And it's, it's like, I don't know. It's like our parents had the same sort of game, right? Like, it was just baseball cards. And for us, it was Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh cards or, like, or right. Digimon. But it's like, like it's just changed. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just <laughs> changed what it is. But it's like, like, with a lot of things, I feel like people are like, this new thing scary and terrifying in the the yeah but it's like it's it's like it's all it's still complicated but it's like like no developer wants to have bullshit in their video games in any way right. like no developer like publishers sure maybe but like no developer is after to be like we're gonna jip you we're gonna we want to take you money if, they, if yeah. they have stuff in there it's because a the publisher said just need to make more money need to sell more copies or b because they're just inherently with the fact that like this needs to sell more copies, need to make more money, right? Like they're like, we want a sequel, we need people to buy this kind of thing, right? Where it's like this kind of stuff, whether it's like add-on or anything like that, or paid DLC or loot boxes or just like any kind of monetary bullshit is like, yeah, it's because they need people to buy their things and then keep spending money in their games, right? Like it's like most game developers, most game studios aren't Naughty Dog, right? They're not Rockstar, 
they're not these giant, or they're not Nintendo who can pretty much do whatever they want. Like they're not these giant studios or companies who just have free will do whatever they want, right? And it's it's that thing like games cost money. They cost a lot of money, and most game there are a lot of games you can pop on the Xbox Store right now or like the PSN or God forbid your mom you want to pop on Steam and just see like yeah. the the mountain of games, right? Like there's an infinite amount, right? And so it's like people, but like every single game somebody put effort into they tried in some way some capacity right so it's like but most games in in like a commercial sense are a failure right and so it's like i don't begrudge people for being like i'd like to get some sort of compensation for the thing i did right like they do it because yeah. they love it but also because it's like this is my job too right like especially if you work at like an actual like studio kind of thing where it's like yeah like i love to make video games i love to tell stories but like it doesn't matter if nobody buys the thing, then I can't do this thing, right? It's like people need to, I need to get money for this. Too. I need to keep the lights on and hire and pay everybody that works here, hire more cool people to work to make cooler things in the future, right? And it's like, so here we're going to have paid DLC or here we're going to have like a paid expansion or here we're going to have this or that, the other, right? It's like Destiny could be an example of this too, right? Where it's like all the Destiny's expansions could be free, but they're not because right. In a lot of ways, they're like whole new games. Right, exactly. Well, and, and, and you bring up a good thing. point. You bring up a good point where we have so many options for games. Like, yeah. like yeah, like you say, like the Xbox Store, like even just for Game Pass, yeah. which is a whole other thing. But I could yeah. play any game right now. But once you have somebody in your audience, like once you've made that monumental leap into getting someone to say, you know what, out of all these different titles, I'm going to spend time with this one. Mm-hmm. And like once they're invested they could go to some other game and then you don't have them again yep. and your studio yep. won't be able to like quite frankly make money off that person again even though they're enjoying this thing if yep. they want more why not give them the option to get more what from this back, yeah. particular brand right mm-hmm. so if you give them the option if they're willing to spend the money mm-hmm. i mean that i mean i guess that's like the core root of capitalism right like if yeah. you, if there's a want or a need and you can fulfill it then why don't you and it's interesting too because this reminds me of a conversation that we as like an industry had like maybe like four or five years ago, I feel like it was really, really popular of like, should games slide to like an episodic model? Cause you saw things do it, right? right. You saw like Telltale particularly like go to like that ep- episodic model, right? Like don't nod for like life for change, just up to like epino- episodic stuff. And it's like, that way you can kind of pay as you play kind of thing. And it's like, if you like this, you can keep paying like these installments um, instead of like one lump sum, or you can do that too at the end of the season kind of thing. But like you get to pick, right? And it's like, should more games do that? I don't know, right? Like, they, there are pros and cons to doing games episodic, um, particularly if you're, like, not great with the schedule, right? And then you can just leave people forgetting, right? Because, like, yeah. it's, not, it's not like they're doing it every week because games are hard to make. Right. And so you do them, like, every, like, two months kind of thing, let's say, or, like, every three months, but then two or three months pass in between each one of those. So it's, like, you have to keep on keep grinding. People are like, hey, like, here's a new game of this. Here's a new episode of, like, this thing. Um, and that's got its own problems and its own challenges, right? But it's like, yeah. people have explored lots of avenues to get money in the video game marketplace, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I think, it, I think it's unrealistic to say that video games should be $60 and only $60, right? There shouldn't be anything yeah. else, right? Like, I've, I've long said, like, we should explore that scale so much, right? Like, we should have, yeah, like video games be five or ten or fifteen dollars when that makes sense we should have games be forty dollars when it's like crash bandicoot remastered that's a great price for that right like we should have video games be thirty dollars when that makes sense or twenty dollars when that makes sense and yeah we should have video games be sixty dollars but also if we're being honest with ourselves we should have video games be seventy or eighty dollars like that is not an unreasonable thing to say right like 
3D movies cost more than 2D movies, right? And IMAX movies cost even more, right? And that's just, you get an exact same movie just like with a tiny thing different, right? Where we're talking about like the difference between The Witcher 3 and I don't even know, like Madden are different, right? But arguably, right. you could say right. Madden shouldn't be $6 either because you could play that game for an entire year every day for hours, right? right. Like these games are huge, right? And so it's like, but everything is $60, for the most part, and it's like they shouldn't all be the same price. These things are all, like in some cases, literally like a hundred hours separates them, um, and that's not even counting like if you do everything right. Like if you do every single thing you can possibly do in The Witcher Three, it's a two three hundred hour game maybe. It's let, like let me let me put something in front of you. That's the thing. I I uh, I just had a vision. Give me that vision of a world yeah. where, and I don't know if this is a this no this is for sure a dystopian world, <laughs> where depending on the game mm -hmm. you pay by hour played on that game so that's, that is definitely dystopia um <laughs> that's definitely dystopia. We, we shouldn't do that but like right. I, it's an internet idea right because that that has been brought up numerous times in these kind of discussions right the issue i have with that is that <sighs> so it's the irony being that i brought this point up but it's like i actually hate the how many hours is it kind of discussion, right? Because I think something can be 20 hours and be a deserved six and be a $60 game. Something can be like, I think something can be five hours and be worth $60. Like it's not necessarily the hours. It's like the impact and the quality of the thing. Um, the irony side, again, ironic that I brought the point up, but it is that thing of like, I think the problem with like doing it for like the more hours it is, the more expensive it is, is that people are just going to fill in bullshit hours. Right. Right. Like that's the thing. Like then they'll just add on like, fetch quest and that kind of stuff and like make the game like oh good point like the game because the game could be like a nine if it could just be 20 hours but they're going to make it a 50 hour game get more money and now it's a seven because they just did a bunch of stuff right like especially because like and maybe just because it's so fresh in my mind but like i'm the guy who banged the drum so hard with the fact that like red dead redemption 2 is a 70 80 hour video game that would have been great if it had been 30 to 35 hours true but it wasn't it was twice as long if not like three times as long as it should have been and i think it suffered because of that and it was too mm -hmm. complex and too ambitious like mm -hmm. it just brought down everything just like a more intimate story right and so that's the problem that's my counter right but it's also the thing of like but also if a game wants to do that more power do you maybe you can pull it off like i have no idea like do what you think works for your thing like try everything try that's my advice to developers whether we're talking on like input or anything it's like try everything because we're all stupid we don't know what we're talking about and <laughs> yeah. like any you can be working anywhere in the video game industry but like try everything because it's really hard to make video games and people who make them don't get enough credit for it and people who make them spend an inordinate amount of time away from their families and their friends to do this and so they should be rewarded for that um, I feel like it would so have try to try anything to get that kind of compensation. Yeah, I feel like it would have to be a model of like, but then you're putting, well, I mean, okay. I, I just had three thoughts on top of each other. It would have to be a model of paying like 50 cents per 30 minutes, paying mm -hmm. 50 or however much per minute or mm -hmm. per hour, right? But then you're putting a value onto like how good is your game compared to like how good is an hour, how good is an hour of Mario, Super Mario Odyssey versus, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Like the two Odyssey games, yeah. right? Or um, so, yeah. so then, but you're already doing that because the games cost something to begin with. It's interesting too because if you do like that, and the, or like, because I the idea I had thought of too was like, what if you just make it like every like 
it's like let's say like five dollars to play the first hour of the video game and then from there if you want to play more you have to buy the whole game kind of thing right so you can figure out if you want it from that first uh, hour kind of thing. Uh, the problem with that being the fact that like not all games start equally right like some yeah. games just inherently require more instruction in that first hour because it can be a massive complex game right like, like Assassin's Creed odyssey or animal crossing or witcher like these kind of games require a lot more to kind of get going right like if they're giant hundred hour games it's like an hour of rocket league it's like i know exactly what this is I want more of it. Here's yeah. the money. Whereas other games can be like, this wasn't that fun. It's because it was a lot of tutorial because they had to explain shit to you, right? And it's like, some games build up better anyway. And like, it's also thinking like, if you did that, then you have to be kind of cautious of like, well, now you can't, like, how do you deal with like spoilers in that first hour, right? Where it's like, the first hour of The Last of Us has huge moments that happen that like, if you're just like, all right, I don't play this now, but it's like, I know that spoiler for the last one, it's like, this huge character dies in the first hour. It's like, well, that's, ah, yeah. that's a thing, right? Where it's like, so your video games can't do that. Now they can't have anybody die in the first hour or have any big plot point happen in the first hour. Yeah. And what if you're a small game, right? Like, what if you're an indie game that's only five hours long? Now you've played 20% of the game already. It's true. That's the thing where it's like, it's, com- <laughs> again, yeah, it's very complicated and we're all dumb. I, I, like, I regret saying it. I'm sorry I breathed life no, into it. No, like, again, I loved having this conversation. It was a great point because... No, it was and It was that, dumb. No, it was because... No, like, stupid. These are all conversations <laughs> that like developers and publishers have had where it's like they've thought of like, what do we do to make more money? And like loot boxes, as much as they might be shitty, are like... And it's been like, well, here's the thing. If people can complain about them all they want, but like if people are also are still using them... That's kind of the thing, right? Like, it's that thing of, like, speak with your wallet, right? And if you hate them, you hate them so much, then don't buy a loot box. Don't use a loot box. And then right. they'll see that nobody's using them, and they'll get rid of them in their games, right? Like, yeah. that's the thing about... But, but people are going to buy them. That's the thing, right? Because where it's like booster packs are still a thing. That's exactly the point where and it's that's like... that's fine. People, yeah, exactly. It's fine, right? Like, I, like ultimately, I think, like, is loot box gambling? I have no... Like, are baseball cards gambling, I guess, in that sense? Or, like, are booster packs gambling? Or, like, are Pokemon cards gambling? It's like, maybe, I guess, by, like a definition but like also like is that in, like necessarily bad either like i don't know like it's just a thing that are in these games both for like them to be able to like make money to kind of afford the cost of a video game but also because like people are always going to want an advantage people are always going to want something that other people don't have right now and they're right. going to always if you give them an option they're going to always pay money for that yeah there will yeah. always be people who pay money to get an advantage in some sense whether it's a pokemon card whether it's a baseball card whether it's a loot box in a video game they're always going to try to find an advantage if they can because we're a species that likes to win yeah. we'd like to be better than other people and we like to turn around and say we're better than you and if you give us an advantage to do that we're going to find a way to take it and that's the thing and it's like i don't know if that's bad or not but it's just who we are and it's like it can be a pro and a con i think the industry just has to embrace it because if you're gonna like dance around and be like if like that is that's such a ea thing to do and that's the thing oh it's a surprise mechanic and but it's to to their credit like as much you can give them credit it's like yeah, that's dumb. Just called a loot box, but like also like it makes sense for for EA games, right? Like whether it's Madden or NHL or FIFA, or like NBA 2K, like these games make sense to have those kind of things in them, right? Where like the last rest doesn't need loot boxes in, right? Like it's also thing like do what feels true to your game, right? Like that's the thing. Or, like what feels true to your studio. Like if your studio is it comfortable with it, don't do it, right? Like I trust your ability to find other things to fund your games and other ways to bring in revenue, other ways to just tell your story, right? Like. A Zelda game doesn't really need loot boxes. A Mario game doesn't really need loot boxes. The Last of Us doesn't need it either. But like Madden, FIFA, Star Wars Battlefront 2 to some degree, um, yeah, yeah, like it, it makes sense here. Right? Like some games it just makes more sense. And like I trust the industry for the most part to like reckon the fact that like not everything needs them and go from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. 
Yeah, uh, I guess at the end of the day, just don't be stupid about buying stuff you don't need. need. That's the thing, right? And it's also the point of like, if it's like, do you really need that jacket right now? Like, do you really? Like, that's also my thing too, where it's like, I've never felt the urge, now we're veering topics kind of, but like, I've never felt the urge to be like, I need that jacket on my character right, right now. Right, exactly. I need that in my life. Especially like, in like online multiplayer games where like, it's a first person shooter. I don't even see. You don't even get to see it. I don't even see like other people can see how cool it looks for a second before one of us dies. But it's like I don't even get to see what it looks like because if we're in like the menu, so it's like I'm always like yeah, whatever generic thing, fine, cool. And then like if we get new one, it's like boom, you got this thing. It's like I guess I'll throw it on, but like I don't really, I don't see what I'm looking at here. Like I don't really care. Like if it was a third person action game, it would make more sense to me. But like in Overwatch or in Call of Duty or Battlefront or Battlefield, like you don't even see your character. Do you need that? That's the thing. Like, do you need this? And if you want it, that is totally cool and legitimate. You can say that. Like, I just want it. I think it looks dope. And that's yeah. totally okay and fine. Yeah. But, like, also, like, don't be, don't complain if they're, like, that costs money. Because you don't need it. And they're offering it to you. And you're like, I want it. I, I could wait and get it in the game. But, like, I want it now. And that's yeah. kind of your, that's on you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, that was all I really had for as yeah. far as, like, economics and video so, games and so my fun topic we're gonna have fun topics every episode um, my fun topic this week is an oldie but a goodie would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses i think i did backwards one horse-sized duck or yeah a hundred duck-sized horses uh yes yeah i've, I've heard this question before it was posed to me by gandalf horse-sized duck Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're right. A it's big a, duck or yeah, 100 a hundred little, little horses. horses. Um, for sure, a hundred little horses. You think you take him out? Absolutely. You think you'd crush his horses. It would be like, um, did you ever play Kingdom Hearts two? That level. I sure where, did. Damn it. I sure did. That that level where he um, soars having to fight like the three hundred mm-hmm. enemies, and you've got those special mechanics, and you feel yeah. cool. It's really just a hack and slash. That yeah. entire game is a hack and slash. That's the entire good about it. Slash. Yeah. Um, Whereas one ho- horse-sized duck, mm-hmm. ducks have teeth. Well, it's that thing too. Like they could eat you. Ducks are ripped, maybe. Ducks yes. are jacked, maybe. That's the thing. Because horse, that's the thing. Like horse is a hundred percent muscle. Yeah, there is not a drop of fat on a horse. It's a hundred percent pure muscle. But like maybe ducks are too. We don't really know because they're so small. We don't really think about it. What are they gonna do to me? But like a giant-sized duck, that guy could be huge. I really they have claws too. You just don't really notice them because they're on the little like web feet thing, but they have like little claws. So like now they're they're bigger. Yep. I wonder like the psychological element of it though, because if there's like a hundred duck-sized horses, mm-hmm. my brain is gonna because it's never seen anything mm-hmm. like this. It's mm-hmm. gonna think that these are a hundred like dogs essentially, and if they're trying to fight, eh, well, it's that thing. So like, what image my brain has always gone to when I hear this question is Jurassic Park. In Jurassic Park two, the little like tiny dinosaur yeah. chase after the girl. That's what I'm thinking. But if I like, see a hundred of those, it's like, man, like, I know I can probably win, but also like, you cost? can't go down. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, for sure. You can't go down. You have to stay up because if you go down, they're still horses. You're done. And they can still just kick the sh- and like just bash your head in with their feet. Like even if they're duck sizes, like there's still a hundred of them. It's like they can, they can get you. So you have to stay up. Like it's still that thing of like it's easy. You can just start like drop kicking them away. But like, if you slip, if you fall, if you trip or anything, like you go down on that ground, you never get them back up again. Yeah. You, cause they're, they're still a hundred of these they're horses and they're, up. yes, it's like, I don't know. Like, now here's the thing. So yeah. I think, I think, tell me about it. I think a duck, a giant duck, it still has wings. 
They can fly. And all, and, well, yeah, I could fly, mm -hmm. I believe. I don't know the science of aerodynamics. Ducks, for it, if, it can still fly. It's still a duck, just huge, basically. They can fly. I, I, mean, I guess I think, I'm thinking of like, its bones are still hollow, I suppose. But there's a reason why birds can only get so big. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. I'm overthinking this. Basically, what I'm thinking is it could be like a giant Pidgeotto and like gust uh, you. That's an interesting question. That's an interesting point. Yeah. Because, right. and they like to do that when they're chasing old men in parks, ducks like to like bring out their wings and like, and this big. is, and like the add on to this too, is that thing of like, would you like, cause like, would you want to fight a horse? Cause it's that thing of like, it's your regular, like a regular big ass class of horse. Cause no. it's that thing of like, you could win that fight. Uh, maybe, but it's that if thing you had of a like, gun. but you don't. That's the thing. Like it's just you and a horse. And it's like, yeah, you could win, but like, that it's a horse. And like we've already mentioned, it's a hundred percent per muscle. And it's like, yeah, you could win against a giant duck that's the size of a horse. Cause it's not a horse, but it's as big as it. Like you could win that fight, but also like, the odds are just definitely better for things that are smaller than you. Yes, right? because you and can. Then, it, you, it's easier to take them out. It's just there's more of them. You just it's, have to be it's, consistent. It's like the question that we'll, we want to address here, unless you're game for it right now, but like how many five-year-olds do you think you could fight right thing? Where it's like, the answer is because you could beat a lot, right? We could say that for next week or something like that, but like... No, I mean, we have some time. We're going to do it right sure. now. Though. How many five-year-olds do you think you could fight? Man, like how beat, many? Like if you could beat... Like if we're, uh, are we talking about with our bare hands? So like, we're talking about you walk into a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, no. Lock the door behind you and just say it's go time, right? And just like just start, just charge head on and just karate chop just, the first kid just, you see, you kind of you're thing. You're just asking me to John Wick exactly. Like okay. how many five year olds can you karate chop in a like Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> you mean just take down? Because it's that thing again. We go back to again. You can't go down principle. Absolutely. Because if you go down, it's like Gulliver's Tales. At yeah, that point. Ex exactly. Right. Where it's if you go down, you're just a giant thing on the ground, and they're just come, they're just pummeling you with their fist and like biting. Do you. they have? Those like plush toy swords that you can win from behind the counter at Chuck E. Cheese. You're in a Chuck E. Cheese. You got what you got. Okay. It's that thing, but it's also the thing of like they have these tools as well, right? Like if you want, because if, if you want to play the game, they get them too. So you can just say no weapons, and then nobody's got any. Or you could say if you got weapons that they can pick up and grab, right? Grab a kid, just tombstone power drop them into another child. Just I suppose. Go. No, I think That's I. Thing. But see, my conscience would get the better of me. Ah. And this is also the question of like, I feel like everybody starts off this question really like ambitious, like, oh, like I can take out like a hundred five-year-old kids by myself. Yeah. But it's that thing of like, but they sure, don't think about drop a hundred five-year-old kids in that room, and then because what they're gonna do is come at you head on first, but then they're gonna go, hey, his legs and his ankles, and they're gonna latch into your legs and ankles until you fall over, and then you're dead, and then it's over, and then it's over, right? So it's like. How many can you get before they do that? And you have to kind of, now you have to run around. So now you're spending more and more energy trying to like evade them so they don't grab them to your ankles and legs. And it's like, it's a war of attrition. You versus 100 kids, could you do it? You versus 15 even. That's the thing. I would have to know, man. And they've got blood in their eyes. They're also, trying to kill you too. Okay, yeah, exactly. Ways. I have to think about that. That's I, have why to, I have to remind myself. That's why that. I'm saying you lock that door and you get that first run. And the minute you hit that first kid, it's like they're like, possessed now and it's like they're trying to kill you too that's the you get basically like you get one freebie basically that first one you hit it's like a free one that nobody's knowing what's going on and then lights are on first i want to say well here goes like there, there goes any chances of a political career for either of us no <laughs> no like, i'm still running for office i'm saying like we're getting into the sciences right it's a scientific question right that's the thing all right um man i mean i if this is a great by the way like if you, like this is a great game of a show topic as well they talk about this and it's amazing, their answers. Man, I'm 
if if I knew that a mm-hmm. hundred five year olds were trying to kill me, that's the thing. I think you think you could take them all out. I don't know if I could take them all out because mm-hmm. I'm gonna get tired. That's the thing. I think like realistically, and I'm really really examining my soul here. Probably like ten. That's the thing. Like I feel like ten to fifteen is like a legitimate answer because that thing of like they're just gonna come in like waves, right? Like and, it'd be different if it was like you can fight a hundred, but they come in like in increments of ten. Then, then you could do more probably. But and they're not, they're not playing by like bad guy and movie drop. rules. Yeah, yeah they're, they're right? not like coming at you one at a time. It's Again, a swarm. I think the first few might have been just like, we're all going for your legs, right? Yes. And if we get them, you're down and you're dead. We're just going to kill you, right? And it's because like, yeah. we're kids. We don't know any better. And so it's just like, yeah, like if they're coming in waves, maybe we have a chance. Or if it's a thing of like, it's like a college game where it's like the first round is like one and then you get like two or three and then you get like five and then like it builds up like that. Yes, like We zombies. could go for exactly what yeah. I was thinking of, like zombies. You could go for a while, but like it was just like, here's a hundred kids or even like 50 kids or even like realistically, like if they're just like, here are 25 kids in this room, go. Even that's a lot. Because that's the thing we think about where it's like, yeah, like five hundred kids are like this high. Like I'm obviously using a hand motion for Renee to see, but it's like, that's still like a kid like this big is still like, that's still a thing. Like we're not talking about like, that's not a duck. That's bigger. That's like actual like object now, right? Like it's not like you heard it here first, folks. Kids are not ducks. Yeah, it's not like we're talking about like a hundred ducks, like twenty-five ducks. It's like these are like actual like things that have like some girth to them, right? And so yeah. it's like they're coming at you. And like dreams and hopes. Yeah, and twenty of them. And so it's like we're gonna have, we have to like stop those dreams in motion, right? I mean, how many do you think you could take? That's the thing, like ten or fifteen, probably, right? Because it's yeah. and it's a thing too, like you have adrenaline pumping through you. So like I don't know, like. I don't know when that exhaustion kicks in, right? But, like, I know that, like... And it's also the thing, like, I feel like the minute that first one grabs onto your leg, you're going to try to overcompensate for that and, like, focus on that. And then, like, like there are so many variables, right? Yeah. Where it's, yeah. like, if it is, like, 50 in one room at once, you can't ever get flanked. So you have to, like, have your back to, like, a wall the entire time because if you don't, one can just, like, jump up on behind you now and you have to, like, deal with that and then they go oh, for your legs, yeah. right? And it's that thing. So you, like, always be, like, back to the wall. And so, like, that adds an extra element to, like, to think about in addition to thinking about actually fighting them, too. A lot of, there's, like, complex maneuvers here. This is, this is a topic that Thanos should have listened to because he right. was huge. He was basically fighting a bunch yeah. of toddlers. Yeah, but, like, he got brought down because there were so many of them. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Where it's, like, it's... What I like about this question is that, like, it's really dumb and goofy and silly, but also, like, it adds, like, there is some, like, strategy to it, right? You have to, like, think about it a little bit where it's, like, yeah, like, how many could, like, you could be, like, 25, anything that's, like, this big, basically. And it's, like, what do you deal with it? Like, some, what do you figure it out? Some deranged video game publisher is going to make a game like this. Yeah. They, and they're going to give you the option. Freddy's is just, like, a prologue to this, basically. True, yes. Yeah, right. Oh, my God, Five Nights. We could have a whole. Terrifying. Yeah. Write that down. Minutes. That'll be for like the Halloween episode. We'll just talk about five minutes. Of nice. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, we should do like a Let's Play of it. That'd be awesome. I would love if you do Five Nights at Freddy's, we'll definitely do some sort of Let's Play of do that. For sure. Um, but All yeah, right, like well. that's the question. 10 15, we're going to say. I feel confident with that. I mean, both would take down the 100 horses. I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to start our Twitter account at some point here pretty soon. Do that. Just to, just to ask this question. No, yeah. Those two questions. No context. Just the two questions. No context? Yeah. Don't just be like, would you, (laughs) how many five-year-olds think you could beat in a fight? And then options. And then the second question, or the first one, you can do it in your way like, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Oh, yeah. The ducks and horses. Ducks and... That's the thing. Going back to that one now to like bring it back full circle. Like, can you imagine? Like, there, like that thing. Like, 
because like people like fight like any of those because like they have to like lots of situations but, like man like if there was an actual like animal like i wouldn't want to fight like a horse might actually be pretty close to the top because just like it horses is and bears. yeah like it's a thing like yeah bears at the whole time but like horses because like a horse just is like pure muscle like it is just all muscle people like, so die like people who work thing. with horses die because they go behind a horse yeah. startle it and then just you're back and that's the thing like i can't like imagine like a horse like hitting you head on like it like charge you basically like you rat like it's like that is just the horses are like 1500 pounds yeah that's a good thing like you don't really think about because like they're like these like beautiful like agile like rat like quick animals it's, like they're just built like, it's all muscle. That's how they go that fast. Like, if they just hit you head on, like, you were, like, cracking a rig probably. Like, you were, like, it would, like if it doesn't, oh, like, immediately just knock you out, right? Best yeah, so case just, like, scenario, you crack a rig. Yeah, right? So, it's, like, boom. And then, like, then you're down. And then it just, boom, and stomps and you. It's, like, you're, it's over, right? So, it's, like, and a bear, bears are terrifying for the simple reason that, like, they have actual, like, hands, right? Like, bears have hands. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing, right? Like, to me, animals that are, like, the scariest and a lot of ways, like, to fight are the ones that have hands because, like, they can do the same shit you can, right? Like, they, like uh-huh. but, like, People like because people's like one of the greatest things that we have are like opposable thumbs, mm-hmm. and then you give something that has like hands too, but they can also like rip things in half like bears. And it's like, all right, well, like I got, I have, no, I mean, like I'm smarter than you, I guess, but like only a little bit. And so it's like, this isn't really great. And if I'm like in a situation like I have to fight you, I imagine like I don't have a lot of room to maneuver. I can't run away because you're quicker than me. So it's like, it's terrifying, right? Because like, obviously, like big things. Are like oh that's scary like what would you, like how would you fight an elephant you wouldn't you would just die but it's like bears are scary because they have hands right and like like gorillas because gorillas are like oh gorillas are absolutely the scariest because like gorillas are the thing like gorillas are like very similar to us obviously like they're like ninety eight percent like same DNA and everything and it's like they yeah. have like they have the hands they have the thumbs they have everything they're smart they're incredibly intelligent and yeah. it's like also they're like a ton and can like binge press like a city block. So it's like, all right, well, like I'd like their odds in that situation. Cause like, you've seen that like short video of like a bunch of photographers in the jungle. No, I haven't they're, like, seen video, this. They're like, and they're not malicious at all. They're just mm-hmm. videotaping apes for a documentary yeah. or whatever. And a gorilla came up to one of them, mm-hmm. grabbed him by the ankle yeah. and then just started dragging him. That's the thing. And then just let him go. That's the thing is that like, the gorillas, like the like primates, one of just is a lot because just like they're so similar to us, and like they like it's. I feel like they like know like how to like fuck with us a little you. bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just think of just like, but like no, 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 like just just so you know, like I'm the king here. Like I'm in charge here. Just like, whatever. Yeah. It's like where it's like a tiger like doesn't think in the same way because like they're tigers. Like right. they like, it's just what they're doing their own thing. But it's like gorillas, are like now, like I know you. You're just like. I know this is gonna scare you. You just like lost all your hair. You're just like a, you're like a bald gorilla. But it's like I know how to like I know how to deal yeah. with you kind of thing. Where it's like that's got like they have like their own like internal like psychological elements. I feel like it's dealing with us, and it's like that's in itself kind of terrifying. Where it's like oh man, like they know how to like screw with us. I feel like in a way that like a lot of animals oh, and, don't. and the look in this guy's face when he starts that's being dragged thing. is pure like, that's terror. The, and like also like we haven't talked about it, but like also they've like teeth. Like oh yeah, because like theirs didn't get like brought down like ours did because we didn't need them anymore in the same way but it's so, like they can just like smash face in with their teeth probably too like bite your arm off kind of thing because that's the thing like with like so many of these animals I feel like I feel like it's like yeah like a bear is like five, six feet tall like I understand but it's like yeah but like it's six feet and like not 200 pounds like a person it's six feet and like hundreds of pounds they're huge right and the gorillas are massive yeah like a silverback gorilla is like humongous like their biceps the and like that's the thing too of like they beat on their ch- like their chests are thick, like yeah. their chests are. So like when you come in like just like slug it with like a like uppercut to its chest, like you're just gonna like 
A, you're probably going to break your hand. <laughs> like, like, this is the thing where it's like, people break their hands fighting people. True. So now imagine fighting something that's like, actually like, gets in fights for like, it's life. For fun, yeah. Right? And like, to do this for, as like a thing, it's just like, you smack that, it's like, and it's also the thing of like, again, go back to how like, similar they are to us, where it's like, I can totally see a situation where like, you like, come at it and just like, give it like, a right punch to like, a gorilla, and then just it like, looks at you, like smiles and goes like like it's like my turn kind of thing just like cracks you for it's like knee basically and just like it's like it's, it's so much fun guys right it's that thing just like it's like obliterates you because like this is this is a tuesday for me kind of you've, thing you've, you've thought about this a lot well it's a thing just like <laughs> it's because i think because i love animals I like to like think about animals a lot but it's like yeah animals are like intense right like it's a thing of like because they play by different rules this is now a zoology podcast i know but like <laughs> coming to you every week but it's it is interesting because the thing of like because even, like, domesticated animals, even, I mean, technically you could argue, like, even people, but it's, like, we're all animals, right? Like, we all have a thing where it's, like, if you push it, it's going to push back, right? Like, it's the thing, like, you, like, if you fuck with dogs enough, like, it's still an animal. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, sure. like, it's, like, it's domesticated, and it's been domesticated incredibly well, but it's, like, it'll come at you. Like, it's the thing, like, these are things that, are like, also are alive and are aware of that fact. And, like, gorillas are, like, smart. We're, like, a chimpanzee or, like, a, like... The ultimate one we didn't even mention, because it's like obvious, because we would just immediately lose, is like anything in the water. We would just oh, for lose. Sure. And that's the thing, like, we don't even need to have that question. It's like we would lose against literally anything in the water. Like, it doesn't matter how big it is, like, we'll lose because that's not our turf. Like, we're playing on somebody else's home court advantage there. One like, great white shark or a hundred piranha fish? It's a trick so question. It's either one. Like, so here's die. my thing for that. I would pick a one great white just for the reason, in fact, like, that's. Assuming I do have to die, that's way this painful. That's a good point. Because that's just like boom and it's done. Whereas a prime plant, you're getting eaten alive. Like you're going to get eaten alive during that. Like that's you're going to know you're getting eaten during some of that. That's and like point. that's terrifying. Yeah. Like that's the thing of like anything happening to you while you're alive, like whether it's like buried or anything, it's like or eaten obviously by like prime plants. Like that's like, that's like, those ones I like, I don't like, nah, like I'll just take whatever option I have other than that one. Like just like, just shoot me with the gun, bad villain, and like a body, which is like, just like, just do it now. Like I don't need to fall in the piranha plant. Like it's, that's cool. Yeah. Like I say. All right. Well, what do we want to, what do we want to leave our listeners with? Don't fight gorillas. Don't fight gorillas at any situation. Um, if you have to carry a bushel of bananas with you as a peace offering. For sure. Um, I would uh, rather fight little things instead of big things. If you must get into a fight with other th- like animals, um, don't don't ride bikes naked. Don't ride bikes naked. Tweet how many kids you think you could beat who are five years old in yep. a fight. Yep. Uh, just don't do anything naked, really. Just always be clothed all hundred percent time. Just wear full winter snow coats at all times. I think we discovered on this. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I mean, just just stay just stay beautiful, people out there. Renee, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me on Twitter. Uh, at Where? Renee at Renee four five nine one. Yell at me. Yeah, yell at yeah. Renee. Tell him that he's silly for thinking that he can take out fifteen kids. Yeah, that's probably fight. probably too many. I probably can't even take out one to be honest. That's the thing. I wonder how tricky they. They're wily five year olds. That's the thing. Like they <laughs> they are wily. That's it. That's the thing. Logan, where can they find you? You can find me at Lefty Logie on Twitter, Instagram, all the things. Um, that's actually about it. Um, and then also over at arrestpassions.com. Um, where I co-host a co-host a podcast called Input a Video Game News Show. I'm also on Video Game Book Club sometimes. I'm also on other things over there as well. We got a bunch of E3 content you can go check out. It's all beautiful and lovely. Um, and then we're just a great site for well-written previews, articles, and reviews. 
And then also you can go check out the very first episode of Adventures Through Time and Space, which is now live on iTunes. So go check it out. Give us five stars, rate and review us. We would love it, and it helps a lot. Um, And tell Renee how good of a job he did with that cool logo art I like. I dig it a lot. I dig it a lot. It wasn't hard. You do all of that stuff. Actually, it was super difficult. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> it was back <laughs> <breaking> the hard. <laughs> all right. Peace out, everybody. Bye.